and welcome to Purity and Purpose with Placide, also known as the Triple P Podcast. My name is Danielle Placide, and I am your host. Whew. Listen, it took a lot to get behind this mic. I ain't gonna lie to you, okay? It took a lot, and it's surprising to people because I preach often, and, you know, I, I'm used to public speaking, but still, this is just a completely different atmosphere environment just this is just different for me and you know it's going to be personal as well I'm going to be sharing testimonies my experiences so it's making me kind of nervous like I, I'm I'm all good when it comes to sharing testimonies at a certain time where I feel moved to like okay let me share this testimony but the fact that I am going to be consistently sharing my experience and my testimony through this podcast and I don't know who I who's going to hear this? Who's, who's going to end up, man, it's just, it's nerve wracking. I ain't going to lie, but listen, God really inspired me to start this podcast and I just need to do it. I just need to do it. Somebody is going to receive healing, is going to receive a breakthrough through my obedience. And I just want to, I just want to go ahead and let me just do it. Let me shoot my shot and see how I, see how it goes. I know that also this is going to hold me accountable. I believe that God wants me to do that for that as well. And it's just going to be encouraging for all of us that are celibate that, listen, you're not alone, okay? Don't listen to culture and whatever people are trying to tell you. You're doing it right, okay? We're doing it right as long as we are listening to God. So, first episode, I kind of wanted to dig into how I got introduced to sex and how um, I pretty much grew up hearing about it, learning about it. And um, my family were very religious and um, it was kind of like a taboo topic, sex. Um, So it wasn't something that, you know, we sat down at a dining room table and my, my parents were like, all right, kids, come around. Let's talk about this. Let's talk. Let me share you my experiences with sex like that, that, that just wasn't a thing, you know? Uh, so I heard and understood certain things biblically from going to church. And, but all I really took from that was you have to wait until you're married to have sex. Sex is for marriage and it's not for when you're in a relationship. It's not for, it's like, you just got to wait. That's it. And I was a kind of kid that needed more. I needed an explanation. I needed, you know, not necessarily that I need to touch a stove and, and feel the burn to understand the lesson. Although sometimes I did. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I felt as if when it came to that topic, I would have understood so much um, if there was just more information given. So that was kind of my experience when it comes to family, when it comes to my parents, when it comes to growing up in church. Now I'm growing up also watching movies, also watching TV shows and sex was a, a normal thing. Like all these people are having sex and and you already know based on like the drama that you're watching that these people ain't married and they're having sex. You know what I mean? You already can tell that this is not really what was supposed to happen. You know, like this is contrary to what you're learning from your parents, contrary to what I was learning in church, but it was so normal in when it came to TV shows, when it came to, um, I don't want to say social media because social media wasn't really that big uh, back then, but it was more, yeah, Hallmark movies, you know, like it was when it comes to Hollywood, sex was like drinking water. Like it is, it is normal. Okay. So it kind of got me confused. Like 
12 year old 13 year old 14 year old you know like stumbling upon these shows and just watching it when my parents aren't there you know (laughs) and being like oh like it's so it's so normal it's so common you know like I wonder why for them it's not that big of a deal but um based on how I'm understanding it yeah it is a big deal and I shouldn't I shouldn't do it so those were kind of like the groundwork that I was working with or that I I started with when it came to sexuality, when it came to uh, sex outside of marriage. Um, So I had a lot of questions. And because I was so young, 15, 16, you know, I, who am I going to like, I just didn't really have that relationship with my parents to sit down and ask them these questions. And even if I did, I feel like I was so young and confused that I didn't even know how to put my thoughts into words to ask the question first of all you know like just confusion confusion good job confusion but (laughs) so anyways fast forward to high school in grade nine I went away to a boarding high school and in grade nine I had a boyfriend this was my first boyfriend and I remember being so shy and so like oh my goodness you know like this is my boo you know (laughs) we used to write uh, letters to each other and everything like it was so cute and once again going back to uh how Hollywood portrays it like romance and love like it's just like hey you could trust the other person like everything's okay like this is your person like you you good you know um and I remember when he came and talked to me about how he was ready to have sex he's like okay well I think this needs to we need to talk about it we need to kind of get the ball rolling here you know at this time I think we were dating for a couple months And I was like, first of all, I was just surprised because I'm like, wait, you're not a virgin? (laughs) Let's let's just rewind a little bit. Let's just backtrack before we have this conversation. I didn't even know you weren't a virgin. First of all, you talking about it's time to get the ball rolling, time to have sex. What are you talking about? You having sex? (laughs) So we started talking about that. And he was like, yeah, I am. And, you know, I love you. And I feel like we are ready for that next step. And I was like, you know, I love you, too. But I don't I'm not ready for that next step that's cool that you're ready you know you know it's good that we love each other but I'm not ready for that next step and I really appreciated him because he didn't uh, try to pressure me or try to push me to doing that he we kind of had the conversation put it all on the floor uh, I I stood 10 tones down with uh, yeah I'm not ready for that I feel like I'm young I don't know what I'm doing like I don't think I'm ready to to open that Pandora's box. And I just really respected him, the fact that he listened to me and he respected my position. And he didn't break up with me because I wasn't down to put down. You hear me? <laughs> yeah. I really respected that. I respected the fact that he didn't break up with me just because I was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not having sex with you. At the time, I had a friend that was. I didn't even know she was sexually active, but this is how I ended up finding out because my boyfriend was friends with her boyfriend. It was like a whole little clique. And of course, guys get to talking. So he was sharing with them. I don't know when, but apparently he was sharing with them uh, their experience um, and how how he popped the cherry, you know, and so then through the grapevine. Well, let me not say through the grapevine, clearly through my man. <laughs> Because of him, you know, he ended up sharing to me that, yeah, you know, like your girl lost it, you know, like all this different stuff. 
now that I'm thinking back about it, I feel like he kind of said that to kind of drop a little nugget, you know? So I guess I can't say he didn't try to pressure me. I think he kind of tried to drop some nuggets here and there, like, oh, well, she ready, you know, maybe, maybe you're going to be ready soon. <laughs> but yeah, no. Anyways, now think about it. Yeah, it kind of seems like that. Yeah. Anyways, um, I forgot where, where I was heading with this, my train of thought. Yes, I remember. <laughs> I remember the part of this me sharing this. So, my friend and I, we never really spoke about her losing her virginity or what happened. Like to me, that was like that's her business. If she's want to talk about it, then hey, that's cool. You know, we are all well. We're, we weren't adults there, but I just felt like listen, that that's your life, that's your business. If you want to share that, cool. But I feel like that doesn't have anything to do with me. It's not my business, you know. So one day we were in the cafeteria and it was, like I said, it was a little click um, and they were all there and me and my friend were there, um, you know, sitting beside our man and just chilling, kicking it, whatever. And I always felt, and I wish I listened to my intuition, I always kind of felt uncomfortable around that little click. Like I didn't really trust them and that they weren't really... I don't know. I just felt as if they were out here kind of seeking their own, like whatever will make them look good. Like they, like the typical, the typical high school jocks, the typical, you know, popularity, like the typical popular kids, you know, like, I don't know. I just didn't feel genuine friendship among them. And I knew that they weren't my friends, period. I knew that they weren't my friends. I knew that they were my man's friends but even that I was like I don't even know if they really your friends too like I don't know like these people kind of just don't seem genuine and looking back at it I wish that I had listened to my intuition and my inner voice to be like yeah you don't need to be around these people like I don't need to be kicking it with you guys like that you know like we're we're not cool like that I don't really trust you guys like that but that's okay we live and we learn right so anyways we're in the cafeteria, all sitting around, chilling, talking, and then sex comes up in the conversation. And I don't remember exactly how it got to them talking to uh, me and my man about our sex life or lack thereof, but it got to that. And one of the guys were like, yo, you still with this girl and she ain't putting out? Bro, what are you doing, fam? Like why are you with this girl like ain't no way I'm gonna be in a relationship with a girl and she's not giving me none you know and then they're kind of like laughing about it whatever and I'm looking at my man thinking that he's going to defend me or say something like bro like that's none of your business you know and he's just there like trying not to laugh but kind of just like laughing as well my friend I look over to my friend okay and she's just looking down you know kind of just not saying nothing you know and then her man's like yo I know that's right <laughs> the man's going off I know that's right I know that's right me I ain't gonna be with nobody I ain't gonna give me none then and I was just like what is going on here like are we serious right now are we serious and I just I was just quiet just looking at everyone's reactions 
and listening to what everyone was saying. And, you know, I'm sure that conversation and that moment literally happened for probably two or two to four minutes. Like, it wasn't a long conversation. The people said what they had to say. People were laughing, and then they went on to another conversation. But, of course, because I was a topic of conversation, they're trying to bully me and embarrass me because of my decision with my boyfriend, which y'all aren't a part of. So how how did y'all get into this equation? How? One plus one has to equal two. How are you up in my business? You ain't got, you're not part of the equation. Okay. And when I was younger, I didn't know how to defend myself. I didn't listen to my intuition. Like I just mentioned earlier. And I was too trusting of people. And I would, I gave people too many chances. And I would literally just take disrespect. I really would. Like I said, this is grade nine. Like, who are, how are these men talking like they're in their 20s in grade nine, first of all? Like, <laughs> honestly, for me, it was crazy. Like, I'm just, like, these people are talking as if, like, you know, big up, you know, they're a man, like, yeah, yo, you know, this is my experience. Like, I ain't no way. And I'm just looking at them like, bro, like, how many people have you been with for you to have that kind of confidence or for you to talk like that? Huh? <laughs> anyway, so, of course, it really hurt me, the fact that my boyfriend didn't really stand up for me. He didn't say anything. So, of course, he was a part of it. Um, and my friend didn't say nothing either. Her 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 boyfriend was out here... Um, you know, laughing at me, out here clowning me. And that's when I realized that this girl wasn't really a friend. Like, she's not really a friend. And I knew that this guy, I shouldn't be with this guy. And even though I knew this, oh, Lord, even though I knew this, I still stayed her friend and I still stayed in that relationship. I still stayed. And I shouldn't have. I really shouldn't have. Because that was as clear as day that this man does not respect your boundaries if he's allowing your friends to to laugh at him. Who who even knows that this was a, already a prior conversation they had and they just felt the need to say it in front of me so that I would feel some type of way like, dang, yeah, I really got to give my man some. I don't know how they thought this was going to work out for the man or I, I don't really know. But it just, it said so much. It said so much. It said so much that it said enough you understand it said enough enough for me to get up and run like dip fast forward um he and I ended up breaking up six months later I think um and it was actually just because of long distance because he was going back to where he was from and I was going back to where, like my home because once again it was a boarding school right so we're all living uh, at the school so people are coming from all different places, different countries, okay? So because it was going long distance, I was I was telling him, look, I don't think this is going to work out. Like, I can't do long distance. So we ended up agreeing. Cool. He said the same thing. We broke up. Fast forward, I ended up going to a public school for grade 11 and 12. And that same friend, okay, that same friend that done already showed her colors to me and I should have already left by the wayside that same friend also was attending that school 
so me I was happy because it's like okay cool yo I know somebody here you know um but sometimes I wish I could go back with what I know to make better decisions but everything happens for a reason so anyways um I was really excited when I saw her, you know, she introduced me to her other friend and we just all became the three musketeers. Okay. Rolling deep. I like, we were, we were rolling so deep. Like <laughs> we were matching, we were matching with kicks. Like, all right, today we're going to wear J's. All right. Today we're going to wear like the color is red. Like we were, we were rolling deep. Like we were fly. Okay. I, I, I ain't gonna hold you, okay? It's not even me being being cocky. Like it's just straight up. We were fly, okay? <laughs> so once again, me not understanding, fully grasping the understanding of what a friend is yet. It took me years to get that. Um, it took me years to understand what a healthy friendship is and what a healthy relationship is. So I start dating this guy grade twelve this other guy, grade 12. Um, and my two friends were in a relationship at the time as well. One day we were in the washroom and I forgot how this conversation started, but we started talking about, uh, sex. Well, they started talking about sex and one of the girls was like, yeah, you know, my man did this position. Like now my back hurts. Like just going off with the details. And me, I was there like, Oh wait, hold up. Y'all having sex? (laughs) Like, did I get amnesia? Because this is like the other girl was a safe friend that was her man was clowning me because I didn't want to put out my man in boarding school. So it's like, did I get amnesia? How did I forget that? Yeah, she lost it. You know, anyways, um, I was just I was just so innocent, you know, and, and I, I like that. I like that. I was innocent for real. So I was just shocked. I was like, wait, hold up. y'all! You guys are having sex with your boyfriends and they look at each other and they look at me like wait, hold up. You're not. And they're like, no way. Like, no way. You, you're not giving none to your man. Like, are you serious? Like you don't have any needs. And I'm just like, I just feel like I'm too young to experience this. Even though I didn't grasp or understand the depth of sex and how much it affects you. I still knew that this this right here is a Pandora's box. And I just had this instinct. Like I just had a feeling that I'm not ready to experience that. So I told them that I'm just like, I don't know, man. I don't feel like I'm ready for all that right now. Like our relationship is good. You know, like, you know, he treats me good, but I don't, I don't think I'm ready to have sex with him. Like that's deep. That's deep, bro. And they're like, yeah, well, I don't know, man. I don't know about you. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I got needs, so I'm gonna need my man to meet my needs and to, yeah, like, yeah. And I was like, wow, okay, okay, all right, girl, well, you know, that's that's your decision, you know, (laughs) that's your decision. But once again, I just now, once again, looking back in hindsight, I'm realizing, D, all of these situations were revealing to you that these friends, they are not your true friends based on how they are responding to your convictions and how you feel about sex. Um, And you guys are not in alignment. You view something as important, as precious, and you want people to respect your opinion on it. 
And every time this comes up around these friend groups or around your friends at the time, it's a joke. They're clowning. They're asking you, bro, you serious? You, you're not going to give your man nothing? Like, it, it said, once again, enough was said. Enough was said. It was enough. And I just did not take that yet. I didn't understand. The, I didn't understand how all these dots were saying something to me. I was just so loyal to my friends and I was just like, okay, you know, whatever, I'll ignore that or I'll just, you know, I I just did not fully understand what was going on, but they weren't real friends. If your friends clown you because you view it important to wait for marriage to have sex or because you are not doing anything with your man, then they are not your friends. They're not. If your man cannot respect the fact that you are not ready to have sex yet and you want to wait, then get out of that relationship. Because he's going to break other boundaries because he's not going to respect other things as well. Like it indicates a lot. And if you are making that decision because you want to serve God, At that time when I was that young, I didn't have a personal relationship with God. The reason I didn't want to do it is because I didn't feel prepared for that yet. I saw that it was a Pandora's box and I was like, this looks deep. It looks like a lot. I don't think I can handle all that. But if you're making that decision to be celibate and to wait until marriage and you find a partner that doesn't understand the value of that, that doesn't respect that, that doesn't want you to wait, then that is not your partner from God. It's not. If you have to compromise your sexual purity for love, baby, that ain't love. Okay? That that ain't love. That is not love. It's not. It's really, really not love. You should not have to compromise your purity and no friends. It sounds like common sense now that I'm speaking it out loud and thinking back to it, but that's okay. We didn't know back then. No friends should ever clown you for your decision. No friends should ever do that. None. I want to end this episode with a verse from the Bible found in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18. And it says, Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a person commits are outside the body, but whoever sins sexually against, against their own body. You are literally hurting yourself having sex outside of marriage. Yeah, I know that's not what culture teaches. That's not what culture shows in movies. That's not how your friends talk about it. That's not how you feel in that moment. But that's the reality. The reality is sex outside of marriage is damaging, destroys. It is destroying your walk with God, your spirituality. It's destroying your mental clarity. It's destroying your emotional stability. It is really destroying that. So it's important to listen to what God says, regardless of what culture says. 
Thank you for kicking it with me in this episode. <laughs>